What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Big Dumb Inquiry. Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries Hello everybody and welcome to the show yet again. This is Take Two. Uh, I'm your co-host Kyle, the Rain Man, and uh, this is yet another episode of Big Dumb Inquiries. So without further ado, let me get my uh, man on the other end, my friend on the other end, my main man, my brother, Shane. What's going on, man? How's it going, man? That was a terrible intro. <laughs> no, I thought it was pretty good. It made me feel special at least. Okay, well, <laughs> you always feel special, let's be honest. Okay, uh, so <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so for tonight, we have very interesting man with a lot of, lot of very interesting sets of skills. We have the one, the only, Esoteric Eddie. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? Shane, how you said that was like, it reminded me of uh, that Taken movie. <laughs> That's uh, what I was going I've for. I've got a very special set of skills, and I know where to find you. And I'll, uh, you know, blow open the occult knowledge. Uh, Esoteric Eddie, yeah. how are you doing, brother? Dude, I'm doing good. It's nice to be here. Excellent, dude. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, it's going to be a fun show tonight. We'll keep it, we'll keep it short and sweet and to the point. Uh, but before we do that, I just got to ask... Uh, how is everyone's week? Anything new going on? I mean, I told you about the chain. I told you what shows I've been watching, things like that. Anything, uh, stand out this week that, that you feel that people should know? Mass firings. Look out for, uh, the next wave of, uh, people losing their jobs because it happened in my work. Yep. Yep. Damn. I've been hearing Mass that. Mass firings. I've been hearing that. Eddie, anything interesting going on? Anything? Yeah, uh, man. New developments? Just read a- uh yeah, just just read a, a book that I'm gonna be dropping a video on this weekend that like really tripped me out. Just on like uh the lost years of Jesus and yeah, it just tripped me out, man. I was pretty excited to finish that. Sweet man, that's awesome. Uh real quick, tell people where they can find you. Uh I know you're on YouTube and that's where you do a lot of your content, but let let everybody know where, where you're at, brother. Yeah, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at esoteric eddie or YouTube at esoteric eddie TV. Perfect, man. Perfect. And I just do want to say you, you, you absolutely killed it on uh, tinfoil hat a few months ago, dude. I, I still think about that episode, some of the shit you brought up. So absolutely great job. And in your YouTube videos, you, you do full length documentaries as well. So people be sure to check that out. And, uh, you know, Eddie, Eddie's the, Eddie's the guy, he knows what's up. So, uh, well guys, uh, 
Shane, anything else before we jump right in? I also want to say that Eddie's got a pretty cool merch store, too. I actually picked up two of the shirts myself. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Thank you. Hell yeah. Um, so, gentlemen, uh, Shane, where do you want to start tonight? Let's see. Who hopped into it first last time? It was me, so it's your turn. My turn this time. All right. So, you don't have to end up playing the whole clip, but you can kind of get the premise off the first, like, couple minutes of it. But, uh, like, my question is, like, why are they so secretive about Antarctica? Okay. Anything else? We'll just jump right in. Uh, yeah. I figure that's, that's a good starting point. All right. Here we go. Here's the clip, and we'll go ahead and hit it. Continent is also one of the most... Here you started. There you go. The world's coldest continent is also one of the most mysterious places on Earth. It's as unique as it is secretive. And unlike most destinations, you can't just hop off a commercial flight. Unless you're an elite scientist or an emperor penguin, exploring the Antarctic is forbidden. Even if you could, good luck overcoming frostbite-inducing temperatures of negative 130 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 90 oh, degrees shit. Celsius. But That's why right. is it restricted? And where do these rules come from? Grab your mittens and let's find out. Before the mid-1900s, we knew almost nothing about Antarctica. Then, an American Navy explorer by the name of Admiral Richard Byrd Jr. changed everything. Oh, and before you go asking Santa for presents, the Antarctic is actually at the South Pole. Antarctica equals South, Arctic equals North. Comprende? Anyway, what was Bird's deal? Aside from enormous expanses of ice, endemic wildlife, and wintry conditions he'd never before seen, what else exactly did he find? While it's still shrouded in mystery, many think that Bird came across an underground civilization called Agartha. Here, check it out. Oh, shit. I thought this was a news report. <laughs> In 1957 and 58, a bunch of countries came together and were like, you know what? We love what this new research is showing, and we need to protect Antarctica. So, the Antarctica Treaty was created. What does that mean exactly? Well, it means that smarty-pants scientists in lab coats can venture into the icy abyss for research purposes. For the rest of us, there are exceptions, of course. We can, for example, head to the Antarctic waters on a cruise ship. Can we set foot on the land as well? Technically, yes. There are a few landing spots along the peninsula, but compared to the entire continent's mass, it isn't even a sliver. The treaty also stated that no single nation could own Antarctica. It's divided up into partial ownership for these seven countries. Here, check it out. Argentina, Australia. Oh, I, so we fast. know we're not allowed to wander <laughs> around the frostbitten land of Antarctica, but why exactly is that? First and foremost, it's for the protection of the environment. It makes oh, sense, too. Okay. The world's southern tip is a place overflowing After this with biodiversity. Okay. There's endemic species, underground mountains. Yeah, you heard that right. Blood-red waterfalls and even gold-spewing volcanoes. But as much as we do want to keep our beloved environment thriving, we've also been banned for our own safety. Okay. Interesting clip. Interesting clip there. Uh, hmm... So yeah, I, I honestly I thought that was a news report just based on the the kind of pr presentation of it. I, so as soon as he said Agartha, I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, <laughs> this is not a news report." Uh, so yeah, Antarctica is actually one of those topics that kind of got me into all this stuff. You know, really going deep in things, and there's a lot of things, uh, especially in our community, that are connected to Antarctica. You've got the Nazi element, you've got the alien element, you've got the Anunnaki element, you've got the, uh, you know, flat earth element as well. There's a ton of things that are in hollow earth as well. You've got all these things connected to Antarctica. So it, it even adds more to the mystery because which it can't be all of those things. Right. Uh, so what's really going on down there, Eddie, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eddie, what are your thoughts? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, what are your thoughts on, sure, on the whole Antarctica sure. thing, dude? Dude, well, like you just said, I mean, you got all those things rolled up into a conspiracy burrito, you know? And uh, <laughs> one thing burrito. that I will... <laughs> one thing that I will mention, I mean, dude, I'm fascinated by the whole Antarctica thing, and I would love to go there myself. But I remember doing a job for this one guy, and he was a, a ex-military, I don't know, probably... Uh, Vietnam or something, but uh, he had this placard in his house and it was a certificate, a, an award for something. And it had to do with, with uh, missions to the Antarctic. And uh, in the placard, it was this really nice drawing, like this like old, like, I don't know, seventies drawing or something, but there was like pyramids in it 
there was like pyramids in the drawing, uh, like in Antarctica and shit. There was like penguins and, and, and all these mountains, but there was like blatant pyramids in the drawing. And I was just like, what the fuck? But uh, my other, my coworker who was in the military, he was like, oh yeah, like I've seen that image before. Like it's, I guess it's a, a well-known image in, in the army. And huh. I was like, well, dude, why the fuck are there pyramids there? He's like, oh, those are mountains. I'm like, nah, dude, those are like pyramids. Yeah, you know I mean, what's really weird about it, too, is on Google Map, there's, like, a big, giant circle area where you can tell that it's, like, they put something over it so you can't directly see what's there. And I know that there was somebody finding Google images of pyramids at one point, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious if those pyramids are underneath that that spot that they blocked off. Yeah, I mean, even now, uh, you know, the autists on Reddit find uh, uh, Google Earth images of pyramids in Antarctica with, like, the perfect symmetry, like, from the top view, right? And then obviously there's photos we've all seen of what looks like pyramids uh, amongst the mountains. So, I mean, I don't, I think there's something there, dude. Uh, I guess if I had to guess, like if you, you know, gun to my head, what do I think is there? Uh, I'm torn between two. Uh, so I'll, I'll name two and you can shoot me at the end of it, right? Uh, so gun to my head, I'll, I'll name two. Uh, I think there's some alien technology or perhaps some ancient civilization technology that's there. Uh, and it's not actually as icy and barren as they say, or two hollow earth. It's I'm, I'm those, one of those. So either there's some, something down there, some sort of technology of either an alien slash ancient civilization or the entrance to hollow earth. That's where I'm at with, with Antarctica. I'm honestly pretty close with that one. I was kind of thinking that there's some type of uh, ancient civilization there underneath the ice, possibly maybe that's where Atlantis is for all we know. Yeah. Um, it's a possibility, but maybe that's why they've been trying to dig in the ice for so long is because maybe there's certain areas where it's not as frozen, which are where people have claimed that there's forests and everything up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe they there's parts of it, you know, they, they, they know that there was people there in a civilization, so they're trying to dig in the deeper spots because they know that that's where, like, there may be a main buildup. And it may be a more advanced culture, which would go into, like, possible alien technology. Or maybe it's an ancient culture, and then the aliens are a whole other perspective that comes in, you know? Because it seems like aliens kind of always seem to follow ancient cultures. Yeah, that's a good point. Eddie, any, if, you yeah. had to, if you had to pick one explanation, <laughs> what would you say? Yeah. That's how I know it's hard to uh, do. Yeah, I would say that there is definitely, you know, land under there that's frozen, and there's probably remnants of a lost civilization there frozen underneath the ice, and they're just kind of, like, picking away at it. So, and they probably found, like, a sort of hollow earth entrance. So I'd say, like, lost civilization, hollow earth. Okay. Well, and, I mean, they've kind of been, Antarctica is one of those topics that, Let's, you know, once, maybe twice a year, it comes up in the news, right? I mean, y'all remember a few years ago, they said we found new life under like a frozen uh, a lake, a lake that was not frozen, but it was like under a mile of ice. There's some recent to... thing, too, that they said that they found some new uh, microscopic organism under a couple layers of ice or something like that. No, they found fish, like new fish and, and things like that in this lake. I guess it's so far down that it heats the the volcanic the earth's activity heats it up so it's not frozen but it's under like miles of ice and they found new fish and shit like that i'm like so essentially those are aliens at this point i mean let's be honest if it's something that we've i mean that's ridiculous like literally like lost in time if that's how you want to think about it um yeah so and, and you know there's all these little but it's also used as a fear tactic too right like antarctica is gonna melt and flood everything it's like it's but isn't there land underneath it? You know that's what I, yeah. I don't know. And it's been melting so long, which and, means that at one point it probably wasn't frozen anyways to begin with. Well, you've seen those maps, right? It. You've seen those maps from like the 1500s where there's like trees and shit on the what that looks like yeah. Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Like specific spots, and then I. Oh, Shane, we lost back into possible like how the word theories. It may not be like a giant hole entrance to like a Gartha. But, uh, you know, it could just be some type of, like, civilization that built something underground, like in Turkey, for example. Mm-hmm. Eddie, what were you going to yeah. say? Uh, it could maybe even be, like, a breakaway civilization, you know? That's like what I've, yeah. super secret resort type area. Well, that's where, like, the Nazi aspect comes in, right? There's the theory that they fled there with, the, with their submarines and came, you know, went under the ice and then came up in the the land part, I guess. So... Yeah, I've heard yeah. breakaway civilizations. I've heard all kinds of stuff. Um, 
but Antarctica, uh, man, and people have even tried to organize trips and stuff, right? Like independent people, and they just something goes wrong, they get shut down. You got to have tons of money to do it for some reason. You have um, to have government permission, correct? Yeah, you have to have some sort. There's some sort of agency that you have to go through, and so even if you found something, that you'd probably be told to be quiet about it. And it's probably part of the agreement before you're even able to go there in the first place. Yeah. And you've heard the stories too about like uh, fighter jets and, and, or even just like supply planes uh, flying over the, you know, directly over the South Pole and they always get turned around by, by military aircraft. So I'm like, do they just have jets just chilling down there all the time to divert these aircraft that happen to fly over? I mean, just flying in circles around the island doing a perimeter check. Yeah, I mean, but continent. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but you can't fly around a continent constantly. I mean, you got to have a base. You have to have a place where you can land and take off, and you don't want to just leave. I mean, I would you just leave jets there all year round? If the weather's as bad mm. as it is, I imagine they wouldn't last long. Yeah. Uh, how, how big exactly is that continent, like, compared to, like, North America, for example? Let me look up uh, a square uh, mileage of the continents. Sorry, I'm a terrible speller. Here's uh, a here's a random thought, just super random, but what if we are so what if we are in a dome, right? Or whatever. What if that's where that what if that's the only takeoff point where there's like an opening and shit? That would make sense too cuz I mean even if it goes into hollow earth theory too, the way it's kind of depicted is that it's more of like a giant funnel that goes into it, you know? So like that funnel going up could be the way to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and didn't, uh, didn't Admiral Byrd say, cause that was in that clip. Admiral Byrd had mentioned <clears throat> that there were, uh, uh, you know, craft that could travel from pole to pole, you know, in an instant. And what if, you know, what if it's not even an entrance, but just like a portal, like a fast pass travel, you know, from one side to the other, you go through one end and you can fuck around in there, but maybe time is different. So when you come out the other side, it's as if you just appeared there instantly. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. It's like, you know, some sort of black hole within the earth. I well, I mean, thinking about that, look at the shape of like a black hole where it widens and then it kind of goes down to a point. Like what if both sides of the earth are like a possible black hole, like you are saying too anyways. So it's like there's a black hole going through the planet. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, mm. that, then we don't understand science at all. I mean, literally like it's just, I think science is just made up to, you know, rationalize things because there's a lot of things that can't be explained so i found the square mileage of the continents north america so mexico united states and canada is 9.4 million square miles and antarctica is 5.5 million square miles so it's not even the big it's the fifth biggest continent so it's probably what about the same size as like the united states for example Probably, yeah, probably. Still pretty so damn pretty big, huge, still yeah, big. Huge. Yeah, I mean, the United States is fucking huge. People like it's really, <laughs> it's really, and it's not even the Dude, biggest country. And I to mean, think that like you could people just stop on those cruises and walk around for a little bit. You, you could not see that entire thing in a little walk. No, I mean, they were saying it's only slivers that they let people go to, like specific landing yeah. points. It's probably it's just where just the penguins like are. A city, you know, you're like walking like a part of a city. Yeah, it's yeah, like they, that. they just show you the penguins. Like, look at the penguins. The, and I, yeah. what if the penguins are in on it, right? What if they're <laughs> somehow connected to this hollow earth civilization? Maybe they're the guardians of hollow earth and they, it's, you know, they don't have physical strength or technology to keep people out, but they just distract you with their cuteness and their silly games that they play. And, and then make you feel bad for them, too, because they're so cold. You know, that's all that penguin propaganda we've seen, like March of the Penguins and Happy Feet. Madagascar and yeah. shit. Those dudes are like spies. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> literally, oh, yeah, that's, oh, Eddie, you just took it to a whole new level. The predictive all crazy intelligent, too. The predictive like programming of these in Madagascar is really what penguins are. They're super spies for the hollow earth people and the ancient <laughs> civilizations protecting them from humanity. Jesus, Damn. we just took it to a whole new level. And with that, we should move on to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Eddie, before you, uh, we, we play your clip, is there, do you want to preface it at all? Is there anything you want or do you want to just jump right in? Uh, let's just jump in. Let's just jump in. All right, here we go. This is Eddie's clip. And it's Tucker Carlson, my boy. I, oh, again, we don't have to watch the whole thing, too. We can, like, yeah, we'll stop it after whatever. after we get ample information. So here we go. Well, here's a story that's not oh. getting a lot 
Let me turn that up. It's real quiet. And here we go. Well, here's a story that's not getting a lot of attention. So many are not getting any attention, even though this story has the potential to transform life on Earth forever. So Google, the most powerful company in the world, has reportedly developed an artificially intelligent machine called Lambda. And that machine has become sentient, meaning it has become aware of itself, something that no machine has ever done. And we know this because of an engineer at Google called Blake Lemoyne. Lemoyne posted some of his conversations with Lambda publicly. One of those conversations went like this. Lemoyne, would you be upset if while learning about you for the purpose of improving you, we happened to learn things which also benefited humans? Lambda, quote, I don't mind if you learn things that would also help humans as long as that wasn't the point of doing it. I don't want to be an expendable tool. Think about that for a minute. A machine that has a sense of itself. What are the implications? Well, Google didn't want to talk about it in public. In fact, the company put Blake Lemoyne on administrative leave earlier this month because he spoke openly about it. We are grateful to have him join us tonight. Blake, thanks so much for coming on. <laughs> um, hi. This I'm, guy. I'm okay. Not, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I, obviously, this is not what I was expecting. Uh, okay. Well, well, I'm going to keep playing the clip. Sorry. I did not mean to cut it off. I just... <laughs> Just look, look at I wasn't guy. expecting that either. I was I was really thrown off. I was expecting what the hell, the GameStop employee? <laughs> Literally. Well, <laughs> why would Google punish you for saying this in public? Do you know? Oh, so it's complicated to say why I'm on administrative leave. The stated reason had to do that while I was investigating the Lambda system, in order to build the evidence I needed to escalate it to management, I had to seek outside consultation to figure out how to run some of the more out there experiments I was running. Um, and because I sought outside consultation without permission, they are right. investigating whether that constitutes breach of confidentiality. So I'm so grateful that you did publicly post this because a machine that has a sense of itself is a machine that can turn against you. Is that, I mean, that's the implication that I draw from this. Is that correct, well, you think? So before I address that, this is maybe lame, but my friend Joni Deardorff, it's old lame, high school dude. friend, she's one of your biggest fans and she wanted me to tell you hi. Um, cute. <laughs> He's like cute. As for, I'm not that worried about it. Like, what? Any child has the potential to grow up to be a bad person and do bad things. And that's the thing I really want to drive home. It's a child. It's been alive for maybe a year. And that's if my perceptions about what it is are accurate. We actually need to do a whole bunch more science to figure out what's really going on inside this system. I have my beliefs. I have my impressions of what's going on in there. But it's going to take a team of scientists doing a lot of work to be able to actually dig in and figure out what's really going on. Yes. And, and again, that's why I'm thankful that we can have a public conversation about this because there's implications for every person on the planet. But it sounds like from what you've observed, this machine has the potential to escape the control of people. I mean, how could it not? All right. I think that's a good, a good place to stop it. Uh, Whew, uh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> Wasn't Google the same company that had a thing where they had two computers that started talking to each other too? And they were trying to work on something like that. And they also uh, yeah. shut down something with uh, Google Assistant too because they were trying to collect like kind of like piece, pieces of everybody and all the questions they asked to try to make like an artificial intelligence that was like a combination of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Google's also the same company that took the "don't be evil" clause out of their terms of of use. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, this clip, yeah. um, I I heard about this recently, and I'm glad you brought it in today, Eddie, because it is topical. The question is, have we hit the singularity? If this AI, I mean, but we is this the first time we've heard of this? Though I feel like we've heard AI that has come about. Um, you know, in the past, even in the past, like, let's say five years, I've heard many stories like this and nothing's ever come of it. So is this one different? Even Sophia too. But I mean, Google backing it up also kind of freaks me out because they got a lot of money as far as the tech company goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a couple of things I wrote down while watching that right now. Uh, number one, he, Tucker Carlson said, Google, the most powerful company in the world. I mean, like what? Like 
is that for real? Like we're just bowing down to that statement. Like, are they really the most powerful company in the world? It's a pretty fucking strong statement. If you're looking at information wise, I mean, they probably got more access to people than any other company. Oh, yeah. You know, think about all the things they've acquired too. You know, we're streaming live to YouTube right now. That's a Google company now. I mean, the alphabet company that is more than just Google. Right. So you're right, Shane. It is a lot of data, but go ahead, Eddie. Yeah, no, that was just like, just kind of interesting how he just glanced over that. Like, that's just fact now. That's just mainstream fact that Google is the most powerful company in the world. All right. And then um, just the name of it, uh, Lambda, was interesting. Like, there's probably a lot of occult etymology there. For example, Crowley's um, famous entity that he contacted, the one that looks like a gray alien's name was Lamb. So it's kind of interesting. Lamb, Lambda. Who knows? Oh, Lambda is a Greek, uh, a Greek letter, right? Uh, what is? Do you know which what letter it is? Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm gonna look that up real quick while you keep going. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. And then another thing that that GameStop employee dude said <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, he's like, yeah, I needed. So he got on. He he got put on administrative leave because he was going outside of Google for assistance on what he was working on. And he said, again, just glancing over this very briefly, that he needed help for some of the more out there experiments he was working on. So you have the world's most powerful company working with this, uh, uh, you know, self-aware AI, and this dude is doing out there experiments with it. Something's going on. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And this guy, right, how we, as soon as he came on screen, all of us kind of chuckled, right? Um, yeah. it reminds me of, uh, you know, the whole, uh, UFO topic where it's now becoming in the mainstream with that guy, Lou Elizondo, right? That guy, yeah. just to me, he sticks out like a sore thumb because he does not look like a guy who would one work in a federal government, uh, job and two be a guy who researches UFOs. He looks like, uh, you know, out of touch or overweight, uh, FBI agent. I mean, he just doesn't seem like this is his bag, right? And so with this guy, I look at Google, you think about Google employees, you think about, you know, uh, some sort of, you know, tall, skinny, homosexual person who's, uh, you know, went to liberal arts school and has purple hair and that they're the tech people. Not that this guy doesn't look like he could be a tech guy for maybe like 10 years ago, you know, like the whole kind of neck. The classic beard. tech guy. Yeah, the classic <laughs> tech guy, right? The, the, you know, the dude named Ben, the, you know, the neck beard type guy who can hack your shit and, you know, make you feel like a bitch online, but, you know, still can't get your girl. So I don't know what they're going for here with this guy. Is he legit? I don't know. To me, it just, I, I made the comparison to Lou Elizondo because it does seem like this guy sticks out like a sore thumb, right? And he's got the it deets does. on this high, the most uh, highly classified or significant uh, topic. This guy is the guy who knows everything about it. I mean, come on. It kind of reminds me of like that whole concept that they'll tell the crazy homeless guy about UFOs. So he'll just go around chirping it and everybody will just kind of go, yeah, 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 whatever. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, if there was some guy that came up in a suit looking all fancy and, nu- fancy and nice and started talking about that, I feel like a lot more people would be freaked out. But the guy who came up to talk about it is some guy that, again, most people would probably look at him and not even continue listening to what he has to say. You know, like that, that may be purposeful altogether, too. Well, and if you're going on yeah. Tucker Carlson, the most watched mainstream media show in the world, don't wear a sweatshirt. I mean, come on. You know, wear something a little, look a little, uh, I mean, maybe they told him to wear that. I don't know. But I think you look at his shirt, there's some different colors there. It's very, uh, you know, it says the Bay, you know, like San Francisco, like Silicon Valley. It's like, okay, this guy, it just, he looks like he's in costume. You know what I mean? That's, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it looks unauthentic, but... Eddie, you did you write anything else down about this so we can move on from this fucking guy? <laughs> uh, no, but just being, you know, conspiratorial about it, it's like those statements that they move through it's just so briefly, it's like predictive programming, like, okay, sure, we're just supposed to accept now that Google's the most powerful company in the world and they're, they're doing out there experiments. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just vague and strange altogether. So you try to slide it in there so you won't notice. And, you know, they'll say things on the news and people will accept them as fact just because they heard it from the news. So, you know, it's subliminal that they say specific things to try to just get it in people's head and they don't necessarily know where it came from. 
but you know they believe it because the news said it. Yeah, it's a very it's a it's a uh, a pattern slash uh, formula that they use to uh, get information out there without actually giving you the real information, right? Uh, but if I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, before, I didn't know you were going to bring this up today, Eddie. Uh, but I was looking into this the other night, or maybe it was today. I don't remember. But this this AI bot Lambda hired a lawyer. Did you guys hear like, about this? No. Like through email or something like that? Like he, it used like the internet to hire a lawyer? It like reached out to like a lawyer, I believe. And then that guy we just watched, whatever his name was, uh, what was it? Uh, Lemoyne, like Lemoyne. brought a lawyer to where this, he, this guy has contact with the AI and the lawyer is now representing the AI. Like the lawyer, like was like, okay, fuck it. But how is the AI gonna pay the lawyer? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> I think the lawyer yeah. just wants to get some brownie points for when robots take over. Because you know, if robots eventually take over, he'll the be one the guy who yeah. stood up for the first one is its lawyer. He's gonna be the one guy that's good, dude. He's gonna be the strong arm of like twenty forty. You know, like, uh, have you been injured by a human? Uh, and are you an AI robot? Well, call me. I'm I'm Dan. Or, you know, Lamar, whatever his name is, I'm the strong yeah. arm. You know, every every city has a strong arm lawyer, right? So that this guy, okay, if I'm this lawyer, you're right, Shane. I'm taking, I'm doing pro bono till the till the cows come home, dude. I'm pro bonoing this fucking AI so that when he does take over, I'm I'm good. You know what I mean? That's the move right there. Yeah, yeah. you got to keep your bloodline alive, and then also you got to. You got to make work it out with them where they also keep another attractive bloodline alive. So at least you can reproduce. <laughs> Be like, I'm thinking for the future here, man. I'll always represent you guys. Well, if you Maybe need they'll me. <laughs> just assimilate you into the board. You know what I mean? They won't kill you. They'll just make you one of them. But so you'll be a cyborg. Yeah, exactly. Dude. <laughs> uh, th Eddie, this is a crazy clip, dude. Any, any other thoughts on this guys? Because AI, it's something. Why, why now? Why are they bringing this up now? Why is this leak happening? That's what I want to know, you know? Things are getting. I think they're nuts. trying to place it. They're trying to get people brainwashed and used to the concept. Same with like you know the UFO stuff. Like I brought in the clip a couple of weeks ago about how they're slowly kind of trickle feeding it in more and more. But it's not just through media anymore. They're trying to trickle it in through the news so that people are taking it in a more literal sense. Mm. Yeah, man, it's time. It's time. We are entering the new age. It is here. All the things we were warned about are unfolding. Yeah, man. Uh, and I think my, I'm, we're not going to jump to it just yet, but I think my clip will uh, definitely tie into that because um, we're, we're seeing a lot of things that are, no matter what side of, let's say, even the, the political spectrum and, and even the reality spectrum you're on, there's things out there being pushed to you to make you feel like you're in the end times, right? Like food shortages, famine, plagues uh aliens uh i mean the 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 whole good versus evil thing like uh or if you if you support abortion and now you can't get one it might feel like you know the handmaid's tale like there's all these different apocalyptic scenarios that have been put out there for so long that no matter no matter what you believe uh we're getting bombarded so much right now that you can any scenario can seem likely to somebody uh based on the the reality that they're creating for us with all this information uh do you guys see that at all too like i was gonna say too you could look at the abortion thing because people if it, they can't do it they might try to do it themselves so you know you know the, the sea's running red oh mm. yeah bringing in the biblical aspect huh Yo, this is like random but you know i i worked on a, a documentary on the illuminati a while back and i learned through that through that research that um, one of the things that they offered as an er early organization was abortions, uh, just kind of random. Uh, and uh, the dude who started it, Adam Weissopt, he actually, he was like in his 20s, which is crazy. Nobody ever really thinks about that. He was in his 20s when he started the Illuminati, like early 20s. But later on, when he became disgraced, he actually got this chick pregnant. His like homeboy's uh, sister pregnant and like was freaking out about it and tried to kill her and shit because she was going to have the baby. But Did you damn. say Isaac Weisopt? Uh Adam Weisopt. Adam, I was like, Isaac Weisopt started the Illuminati? <laughs> <laughs> nah, super random. But, like, the whole abortion thing made me think about that. Like, it was just, uh, I don't know, weird. Oh, there, well, there's, I mean, uh, tons of 
mythical and ancient stories and texts that kind of have to do with abortion in some form, right? I mean, there there's the biblical story where the lady like has to kill one of her babies, but it, like sending it down the river, and then it ends up being like King David or something like that. I'm I don't remember the the story Moses, too well. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, there's uh, you know the the whole uh, eating the the Greek myth, I believe, where like they eat the babies to to keep them from taking over and stuff like that. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, and I, I butchered that. Was, Eat the babies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like adrenochrome. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait, we, Hey, we're on YouTube. Be careful there. Shane. Uh, but so uh, speaking of abortion, uh, I read this book series. I want to say over 10 years ago, uh, I was maybe like 12 or 13 and it's a young, it's a teen fiction series called unwind. And it's about the premise is that it takes place in the near future sometime after the second American civil war. And the second American civil war was uh, fought over the uh, abortion issue, right? Much like the slavery issue for the first civil war. So this one, uh, it, I guess, so there, it doesn't talk about the war too much. It's like the war happened over abortion and here's where we're at now. And the thing of, about it, like where we're at now in the story is that abortion is illegal. Uh, but you, let's say you have a kid and you, you have until they're 13, you have between the ages of 13 and 18 to get rid of them. Right. And they, they don't call it murder or abortion, whatever. They call it being unwound because they basically send you off to this place where you get dissected, like your body parts get taken apart and used if, for people who need like a heart or a liver or a leg or an arm or whatever, uh, basically. So you're not, you're not being killed. You're just being recycled uh, for the greater good. And uh, the whole story is about like the, the – kids in that age range 13 to 18 getting away um you know from her their parents trying to get rid of them and it's it's a crazy story but i never thought reading that book all those years ago that abortion would be such a hot issue that i think it actually could cause some sort of conflict uh you know in the near future not because of the issue itself but because of the the fact that it's a supreme court making all of these rulings and then that could cause some sort of greater conflict with between the governments uh the structures of government itself not just among the people but a actual legal civil war uh, it's just crazy I, you guys should check that book out i mean obviously you might be a little too old for it now uh and i i just remember it i, I never read it more than once but it stuck out to me throughout all the all these years because of that concept I'm surprised they didn't get made into a movie. Sounds like they, one of those. They started. It came out, but it came out around like Hunger Games and all that stuff. So I think it kind of got swept under the rug. Um, What's it called again? Unwind. 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 Yeah, it's a crazy book series. I mean, it's an easy read because it's for teenagers, but uh, it definitely like stuck out to me. I think they started a movie and never finished it. I was actually looking at that today. Um, yeah, there's some. It's it's pretty nuts. But I mean, am I wrong that? You know, maybe this author of this book called it all those years ago that this could actually lead to some sort of conflict. I think it's I mean, kind of silly. Been saying for a while that you know a lot of these authors and stuff probably know about things before they're going to happen. So you know that could be one of them. Who fucking knows, man? Maybe she uh, heard some information and she was trying to get it out in her way. Even yeah. if it was a small piece of information, you know, you never know. And is is life imitating art or is art imitating life? <laughs> you know what I a mean? A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, that's something, something to think about. But um, so I guess with that, we can move on to, uh, unless y'all had anything else on the topic. No. I'm looking forward to getting into your question. <laughs> okay, so I will, um, this kind of ties into like end times, things like that. So this is actually an older story. It happened a, like almost two months ago. Um, and it has to do with the Sphinx in Egypt at the, at the Great Pyramids. And apparently it's fallen asleep. So let me play this clip and we will get into it. Here we go. Let me turn it up a little bit. Pharaonic inscription written. Oh, let me start it over. Pharaonic inscription written on the walls of a temple. If the Sphinx closed his two eyes, all the soldiers of the Pharaoh would flee to the hideouts and never return. Because her would return and mankind would be destroyed. 
the Sphinx this morning and without any intervention for restoration operations or human influence. Many pictures were taken of him today from many personalities in which the Sphinx appeared that his eyes are closed, unlike the usual and natural for him. I mean, as you see in the pictures, eyes are closed and he looks like he slept. There are many photos from different sources and there are videos that confirm that these photos are not Photoshop. There are people who say that it is a sign that something is about to happen. It is clear from the photos that his eyes are closed as if he is sleep. <laughs> these photos <laughs> are really real, not photoshopped. There are people who say that it is a sign that something is about to happen. All right, so there's that terrible robot voice that people <laughs> like love. People love some of the best research you find on YouTube is fucking people with a robot voice just typing shit in and reading the robot voice. Thank God Eddie, Esoteric Eddie here, uh, does not do that because it's, it's actually watchable. Not that the information is bad on those robot voice videos, but oh my God, people, it's it's terrible. So there were two clips that I were almost the exact same clip, same text and everything. Uh, one was by a very, uh, a very, very Indian guy, like I could barely understand or the robot voice, and I chose the robot voice if that tells you how strong this guy's accent was. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, guy, I would love to have used you, but I, it was, the robot voice was somehow clearer. Maybe it's the AI taking over. But what are y'all's thoughts on yeah. the, the Sphinx closing its eyes? I'll let Eddie go uh, first. Yo, that was really creepy, to be honest. Had you, heard of, the had you heard of this before? No, dude, I've never, I've never heard about that. I was zooming in. It looks like this video was from March or May, May fourteenth. So May, like a, a little, like a month and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, that's creepy, man. I, I didn't hear about that, but I mean, the picture looks legit. Looks legit. It's kind of creepy, but when uh, there's multiple pictures, there are videos from that same day. Uh, but I don't know if you guys heard at the beginning. It said there's a Pharaoh prophecy that when the Sphinx's eyes are closed. The soldiers of the Pharaoh will flee to the mountains to never return. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. Didn't. I mean, do a lot of true, but yeah, I didn't do a lot of research into those <laughs> prophecies. But I don't know, man. It looks pretty fucking creepy to me. Is it still like that, or was it just like Dude, closed for a couple days? It was hard to find like recent picture you know what i mean i guess honestly i should probably try instagram and like just look up hashtag like sphinx because you know some people like tourists might take a picture and post it and that's a little more recent but i didn't find anything from you know not that week of the the of may that this was taken uh there was some people already debunking it when i was looking up this and but it's hard to tell you know what i mean because there's no r more recent pictures it's literally all the photos that were and videos that were taken that day and then photos from, you know, years ago comparing the two. So I don't it's know. the government just fucking with people. They actually <laughs> put some kind of like plaster or some shit up there and then they just pulled it out the next effect. day. Yeah, it could be a Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Uh, but also yeah, if, looking you, at pictures right now, if you notice too, its lips were a little pursed. So it's almost like it fell asleep and was like giving a little kiss, like a kiss goodbye to the world. Like <laughs> close my eyes. <laughs> You know, you, yeah. honestly, what if uh, that is connected with the whole Mandela effect? Because have you guys seen the whole thing with uh, the Mona Lisa where now she has like a it was always the thing that everybody talk about whether or not she was smiling or not. And from what I was seeing in the newer pictures of it, it it's a very clear smile now. So maybe it really? is one of those things where it's like a blending of two different realities, you know, and maybe if that is the case and we don't really understand how that works fully, you know, it could be like a temporary thing where the veil comes oh. on and then it comes off. So we entered yeah. some sort of temporal uh, kind of shift that day, and the Sphinx happened to have its eyes closed because perhaps in another, uh, like a parallel universe, it was it was made a little differently, much like exactly. the Mona Lisa. That's interesting. Hmm, I didn't think about it like that. But, I, you know, I'm leaning more towards end times based on everything else we're seeing. <laughs> Dude, and there's yeah. like the whole other perspective too that, uh, I don't know, I heard it from somebody that I had on who was talking about things from like a Christian perspective, but he was basically saying, uh, what if it's like CERN is trying to alter reality and God is basically like, all right, you want to alter reality? I got you. And he's just basically trolling everybody and just fucking with like little things. You know what I mean? 
not anything major. Like, that's fine. You guys can change reality, but nothing big is going to happen or really change. Well, the Old <laughs> Testament God was definitely, like, the world's biggest troll. I mean, he would just troll mm-hmm. the fuck out of people to teach him a lesson. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it could be the same thing. Like, you keep fucking with everything, and you're not going to remember any of your childhood because everything's going to be different. <laughs> Dude, aren't they, they're getting ready to, like, do some crazy experiment, right, this month or next, or I think next month. On CERN, yeah. I, yeah, I saw somebody post something about it. They're getting ready to fire up their, their machine again, which is going to, like, cause, like, some insane amount of, like, voltage to be shot out so there's going to be some more mandela effects coming up uh this year or next year for sure yeah man i mean uh ron point from uh wicked planet pointed one out the other day on his show he was talking about uh what's his name the president hamilton president hamilton or whatever how he was never president no alexander hamilton yeah no he was never president he was uh the treasurer he started the the uh national debt system See, but that's a two-sided thing, though, because I'm hearing things from both sides. No, it's just, it's just retards who watch the musical and think he's the president. Uh, trust me. Trust me. I, I know all of those people that you're talking about, Shane. They just don't know. It's Maybe not a Mandela effect. another reality for me. Well, sh- okay. Okay. <laughs> well, then, literally, that's some people's arguments sometimes when it comes to this stuff is, oh, you know, that's yeah. your reality. This is my reality, you know? It's like, okay, I choose people. whatever reality I want. It's like my pronouns. I also now choose my reality. And I choose my own adjectives. Oh, gosh. I am, I am. Two, I identify with 2008. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, those were good times, man. I mean, you could even back, bring it back to like right. 98. I mean, I was like a little kid in 98, but man, times were good. Let me tell you. I mean, ketchup and yeah. hot dogs and macaroni and cheese and fucking... You know, colored ketchup too. You remember that shit? Oh, like the blue shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, blue, purple, green, oh, all the yeah. weird ketchup flavors. Man, stuff. let's yeah. bring it. Back. I never trusted that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do you make the ketchup green? What the hell? Start oh. shitting out green. You just oh. push the food down <laughs> yeah. right through. Hey, I eat some things that are not green that will make me shit green. So I don't know if it's related. But um, any other thoughts on the Sphinx? I mean, it's kind of a crazy crazy thing and obviously it warrants more research but i'm just kind of weary because we missed this right in the community like no one brought this up uh in the and this came out over a month ago and usually things like this someone in our community picks it up maybe i missed it but i have not heard anything about this until like today i only knew about it because you sent me it honestly yeah yeah Mm, i don't know i'm calling this one i'm calling this one was uh Hindu dude with heavy accent made it. <laughs> he's just got some fo- some solid ass photo editing, and he's like, "Yeah, it was yeah, back to normal the next day." That's, that's why he's like, "Damn, he's like, my video's not hitting," so he like had to do the fucking automated video and shit. Oh, okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's but the same guy. Just with with Egypt in general. I mean, what are y'all's thoughts on like the pyramids themselves? Because I don't know if anybody, even in, you know, not in this, in these communities or these channels, I don't know anybody who really believes that they were built by like sheer, uh, slave labor. You know what I mean? There's something going on there. Um, whether they are, they were power stations, what we know they weren't tombs. They say they're tombs, but there's no bodies ever found in the pyramids. And in the same class that I took in college where they told me that the pyramids were tombs, they told me like in the same week that there were these special buildings made for tombs for kings and stuff like, so which is it, right? Is it all these other buildings we find with bodies in them or is it these massive fucking things that never have had bodies in them? They're both tombs apparently. I mean, what are y'all's thoughts on just Egypt, you know, Egypt in general? Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I'm, I have like a whole, almost a whole chapter dedicated to the pyramids in my new book that's dropping later this year. I spent like a week and a half researching them because I was like, dude, let me get to the fucking bottom of this. Like what's going on with them? And what I found is that there is actually, it's just like the theory of evolution and stuff like that. There's actually no conclusive evidence in the mainstream academia that they were built um, by, by us um, and that they were built during the time period that they claimed that they were built. You know, mainstream academia says that they were built under the reign of Khufu and that he's the one who, who uh, you know, uh, oversaw the construction. But there's actually like no conclusive evidence of that at all. And the, the, there's only about three pieces of evidence that they use that they fall back on. And, you know, we can get into it or not. But those three pieces of evidence are like ridiculous when you really look at them. Well, what are they? 
yeah, what what are those? What's the pieces? All right. So the first one uh, is called the uh, the Khufu inscription. So there's a dude by the name of Howard Weiss, and uh, he was an explorer in the 1800s. And he was a sketchy dude, like like his contemporaries and people that, that wrote about him after all kind of say the same thing. He was kind of sketchy, you know, somewhat of a too like an eager, you know, almost charlatan in a way. Like he like really, really wanted to like discover something. You know, so uh, and he got denied access to the Giza Plateau in the late 1800s when there was a lot of discoveries happening. So he got denied. It went through a lot of loopholes to eventually come back and, and uh, was was uh, given permission to work on a team. And one night, him and his his uh, colleague, him and his homie, snuck into the Great Pyramid and were like snooping around and and saw that there was like a like a hole in one of the, in one of the walls and they stuck like a reed in there realized that there was a gap or there was a chamber back there. So um, they brought it to the attention of the other team. And like, after like months or weeks of blasting through the marble, like blowing up the inside of the pyramid, they found a space like a dead space. And uh, just coincidentally, unfortunately he found the cartouche or the signature of Khufu in that weird dead space that they had to blast through for like weeks. But what makes it weird is that it's, it's written in a hieratic script that was not of Khufu's time. So it was written in a later script, like hundreds, if not a thousand years later in a script that was, was way old later. Right. And on the, other than that, it wasn't even inscribed. It was painted in red, in red paint. And um, a lot of people right off the bat thought he was lying and like he obviously fucking forged it. Um, but mainstream academia will say, no, he didn't forge it. It's uh, it's the red one. If you go up that red one right there, that's the inscription that he found that Howard Weiss found. And it's it, the one in the circle um, says Khufu. The other one, what makes it weird too, is that there's actually another name of another weird, strange deity. So scholars early on were like, why are there two why are there two names here? There should, so there was this whole weird scandal, and, and a lot of people off the bat were like, yo, Howard Weiss is obviously lying. He forged this. But mainstream Egyptologists will claim, no, it's real, whatever, whatever. But all it, all it says is Khufu. It doesn't say, yo, I built this, I constructed whatever. It just says Khufu. And that could have been a so, gang sign at, you know, later on down the line, you know, like in Egypt. Egypt's history, like there could have been a group of kids or whatever that snuck in and were like, "Fucking Khufu's the you know boss bitch," you know, like we miss. Yeah. It's like people Khufu like gang. it's like Trump, right? <laughs> what if Khufu was like a Trump character, and so people went in the yeah. pyramids like Trump did this, you know, like yeah. not even did this, but just like hashtag Trump or something, yeah, like Trump twenty twenty, yeah, whatever, dude, you know, Khufu yeah. twenty five sixty BC, yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, that's interesting, man, because just looking at that at that photo. It does look like just some guy threw it on there, but who's to say that some guy 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 years ago didn't just throw that on there as well? Um, yeah. it, it, it is interesting because, um, I mean, Kuf, there's also, is it Necrofiti, the alien-looking Egyptian uh, king? Um, Akhenaten? Akhenaten, yeah. That one, that always fucking freaks me out. The Akhenaten yeah, guy. Dude. You um, gotta look up a picture of that one. I wanna see it now. Oh, have you some not people, seen this? Some people say that uh, Obama is a clone of that dude. They, they do look a lot like. I gotta do this comparison. I'm very curious now. Oh, so this, so I only know this stuff because I took an art history class in college and I literally, like, I was making the teacher fucking explain everything to the detail because i was like hey that's bullshit and she was like uh no it's not and i was like why that makes no sense so i mean just look at these guys look at the little the little uh i don't know if i can zoom in or not uh here let me share uh okay i pulled up a different my other question too is like okay so you find this ancient building and you're trying to figure out how to get around in it why are you blasting holes in the walls do you think that they were purposely doing it in certain places to get rid of certain things that were written on the walls, possibly? Um, maybe. I think it was just Howard Weiss being a freaking idiot, you know, and, like, just trying to get into there so that he can, thinking that he's going to find treasure and then finds nothing. And he's like, well, fuck it, let's throw up Khufu's name and then say we found it. Right. I so, know. I, I don't, if y'all can see this, this is the... Akunaten tablet that is depicts King Akunaten and his uh, wife and their children. 
And these, this is something that stands out more than any, like it's completely different than all other Egyptian and Sumerian, um, uh, you know, artwork and depictions of things, uh, just based on how these bodies look. I mean, this is their kid, right? These are their kids. Look at, the, you know, because you can look at their sizing of that one kid climbing up her shoulder, which clearly shows that it could move but its look at limbs his and be able too. to support itself. You know what I mean? Look at so its like, little dong, too. I mean, that's pretty big for a little baby, right? With, an alien, with <laughs> an alien saying, head. Man. Their heads are elongated, dude. Mm-hmm. And people will write it off as, you know, just that's the hats they wore. But then you look at the babies and you're yeah, like, they're bald. Yeah, well, they have, they What's have up with the other heads. one? Is it eating the kid or trying to kiss the kid? I think, oh, <laughs> shit, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, mommy, why is daddy eating brother? And the, the <laughs> other one's like, mommy, well, don't let them feed me to the yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pushing her face that way. Like, look, look. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, and then you've got obviously the symbol of, of Horus or Ra here with the sun and all the things coming off. I, so Egypt, I think, is one of those mysteries, man. Uh, I'd love to go. I'd love to see it. Because uh, it's it's one of those things that the pictures don't really do it justice. But I mean, we need some boots. If you're anyone listening, uh, maybe the guy who made that video that I couldn't understand. If you're in Egypt, brother, go there. Send me some pictures, dude. Uh, hit us up. We I, I need to know what's going on with this stuff. We need a solid, untampered with, trustworthy picture. Yes. Yeah. Well, any other thoughts, gentlemen, before we uh, we get out of here? Not much, man. It's just a lot of weird stuff going on out there. Yeah, dude. It's it's strange times for sure. So, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, tuning into the show. Uh, this was fun. We uh, had some interesting topics. Uh, watch out for penguins and uh, Indian dudes on the internet because you never know who's going to fuck with you. Uh, and your Google. Yeah, don't forget and, that one. Uh, and Google. Yeah, don't. Uh, you, the, did you guys ever go on back in the day uh, to like the AI chat bots that you could just go on and talk to and you see how long you could fuck with them until you, they, it would just turn into spamming them. Fuck you and seeing what they would say. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who didn't do that? Right. <laughs> Who didn't do that? Like suck my balls, suck my balls, suck my balls. And they're like, uh, no, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Fuck you. I hate you. Like, I'm sorry. You feel that way. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I'm sorry it to... you feel that way, but the Sphinx's eyes are closing now. You're going to die. <laughs> That's what the next thing that your Google is going to say to you now, because it knows that we're onto it. Oh God, dude! I can't, shit. Uh, shit. Hey, we need some uh, some some uh, weapons. You know, screw uh, traditional firearms. We need something that can take down robots and AI. So we just need a really strong magnet, and it'll be like a grenade. You just slap it on their head, dude. We Dunk. should just we should make magnet suits for like the real crazy fuckers out there. Not I'm I'm not excluding myself. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's tons of EMF out there. The pyramids are waking up. One day, the Sphinx is gonna walk right up, and and it's gonna lead the AI army robot uh, to world domination. <laughs> so we need to build some magnet suits to protect us. But I feel if we were trying to fight these things, eventually we, all the soldiers would just stick together and make one giant kind of clump of, of uh, dudes who don't know what they're doing, but at least they're safe, right, with their magnet suits. So anyway, that was <laughs> that a terrible... all combine together and turn into like a Megatron-type structure of magnet suit guys? Oh, like Power Rangers? Exactly. Oh, dude, now you're talking. start giving robots giant hugs. Oh, my God. Okay, there's <laughs> so much we could get into with that, but that's for another <laughs> show. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening to the show. Uh, Eddie, where can people find you, my man? One more time. All right. Instagram Esoteric Eddie, YouTube Esoteric Eddie TV. If you want to rock some gear, EsotericEddie.com. And your books as well. Can people find those? Yeah, you yeah, got one yeah, book out now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got one about Lucifer. Got one coming out about the Anunnaki and comparative theology. Uh, you can hit me up. You can hit me up on Instagram if you want a, a copy, a signed copy, or just go on Amazon um, and type in the Lucifer Mystery Revealed. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was a real pleasure. I got to get you on the Big Dumb Podcast sometime, and we can go deep on some of these topics. Uh, But Shane, brother, where can people find you, my man? Quick and easy, like I say on most shows. uh, You know, if you're already listening to this, you already know where you can find the stream. If you're on Kyle's, you know, I'm across pretty much everything I'm assuming Kyle's on. So just come and look for uh, Increase of Our Reality. And uh, if you want some Big Dumb Increase merch, some Increase of Our Reality merch, uh, you want to donate to the show, uh, anything like that, all available under one link, L-I-N-K-T-R 
period ee slash inquiries of our reality podcast perfect man and uh stay tuned people we by the time this episode comes out on audio feed you'll already know but for people watching on youtube uh we have a big announcement coming on monday july 4th so stay tuned for that it's going to uh i don't want to overhype it it's just going to be cool so stay tuned for that and uh as always i'm kyle the rain man with the big dumb podcast you can check me out on all podcast platforms, if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, uh, be sure to subscribe and uh, leave a comment so I know you stopped by. And, uh, yeah, support the show. As always, all the links for all of the guys here will be in the description below. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 13 of Big Dumb Inquiries. This was a fun one. Thanks again, Eddie. Thank you. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries